1: So, continuing with what I said I was going to do yesterday, yesterday I did a review of my most anticipated movies of 2020 that didn't really go exactly as I planned, so now I'm going to give you what I believe are the most anticipated movies of 2021, plus I'll give you the release dates of a whole bunch of other movies that seem pretty cool, so let's go through it. Welcome to the newest episode of SDW, Super Dario World! I have I have another head st- I, have, I have another head, da, 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 I have another song stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, we played throwback trivia today, and so I have it stuck in my head. Somebody's baby, uh, from Fast Th- Time at Ridgemont High. Like, and she's somebody, and she's gonna be somebody's baby tonight. Honestly, it's a really catchy song. I think it's the first time I ever heard it, and I really liked it. So, there you go. In case you cared what I was humming. Anyway, uh, before we get into this, into this, let me just give you a quick reminder that any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can find me at Diary the Show on Instagram and at Super I'm um, streaming on YouTube and on Twitch at Super Diary World. If you want to see this video uh, up later, it'll it loads by itself. It's going to be on YouTube at Super Diary World. It probably takes a few hours or maybe tomorrow morning, whatever. doesn't matter. You can find it there. Uh, I have the chat up right now if anybody wants to send me anything. I I, I can see it right now. I got it to work. Yay. I don't know why, but sometimes it doesn't want to work, and uh, tomorrow, I'm not exactly sure how things are going to work tomorrow, because it's my mom's birthday, so I kind of have to, like, go to Mexico, maybe, I don't know, it depends. depends on my mood, yeah, no, okay, no, I do have to go, so I might just pre-record something, so tomorrow I might not do Twitch, uh, or I might do it really early, who knows, I'll play it by ear. Anyway, uh, let's get into this whole thing, because uh, it's we, we've got a lot to go through, But uh, so before I even get into the movies that I think are going to be the best, so because I'm going to do two things. First, I'm going to tell you uh, the way that I did these rankings is I based it off of pretty much I I had to there's two there's too many movies coming out. Honestly, there's a big issue this year. And that's there's too many things coming out because everything that got delayed from 2020 and all the things that were already planned for 2021. So my list was way longer than usual, so I had to find ways to cheat, and I had to find ways of separating things that rank. So, like I told you yesterday, what I did is these are the rankings of the best geek movies. So that's a, like a way to keep it, you know, kind of like simple. So I I cut out, let's say, all the James Bonds. I cut out the Top Gun Maverick. I I cut out the Mission Impossible's, the Jungle Cruise movie. So I took all those out of this out of this rank of the rankings. But I'll tell you when they're coming out. So these are the movies. They're gonna be good movies that I think are gonna be good movies, and uh, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit what, what what they're about. So these are the movies that I think are gonna be good. However, they're not part of my rankings. So coming out on February 26th, this is the movie's called Cherry. This is Tom Holland, and basically he's going into the army. It looks pretty interesting. You can check out the trailer. I believe it's out right now. Um, Robert, I believe he he worked with the Russo brothers here, and uh, I, it's been getting a lot of really great praise. So I'm I'm excited to see it. On March 5th, sticking with Tom Holland, we have the movie called Chaos Walking. Now, this is a movie that is Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. You may know her as Ray from Star Wars. It's like it's a different planet or it's the future, and for some reason, men can hear their thoughts or, or everybody can hear men's thoughts, but she's the only woman there and, and they can't hear her thoughts. I don't know. I. I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm very curious. So there you go. If you're interested, Chaos Walking on March fifth. On March twelfth, we got The Kingsman, which is the the preview. It's the prequel to the 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 to the Kingsman. Oh, so this is The Kingsman, and it's a preview to the to the Kingsman saga. Like uh, the, the, there you go. Oh, hello, Jigsaw. How's it going? Um, next we have on April second. This is probably. Uh, well, among the bigger titles of the year, No Time to Die. This is the final Daniel Craig James Bond movie. I'm not as excited about it. They changed directors. I was a big Sam Mendes guy, but we'll see what we'll see how they close out. We'll see how they close out. Could be interesting. Uh, on April that, again, that's April second. On April twenty third, we have A Quiet Place Part Two, which I'm I'm I'll be honest, I'm not exactly that excited about. Uh, I think the the first one ended fine. The 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 big one, the, the the first one has a major plot hole. And to me, it's like, why wouldn't you just live next to the waterfall the whole time where you could actually make noise? But, yeah, whatever. Or, or just have something that's always making noise who would always mask. I don't know, man. Th- th- whatever. doesn't matter. Uh, that's April 23rd. Then on May 28th, we have Fast and Furious 9. I stopped in, like, Fast 5. So, I I, bet, I, I know it's a big deal. Uh, July 2nd, we have Tup Gun... Top Gun Maverick. This one looks pretty interesting. I'm very excited. It was shot here in San Diego. I'm very curious to see how it came out. Um, a sequel, like, what, 40 years later? Should be interesting. Um, next, we have Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. This comes out on July 16th. Huh. huh. Talk about things that you don't need or want, but whatever. I mean, they, they just... It could be good. It could be good. Um, I just don't want it, don't need it. Anyway, next we have... The Tomorrow War, that's coming out on September 23rd. This is, I believe, Chris Pratt. And uh, if I remember the description correctly, is a soldier gets recruited for to stop, prevent a, for a war of the future. And he needs to, in order to stop the war of the future, he needs to confront his past. So I don't know what it's about, but it's a war movie and it's Chris Pratt. And I like both of those things, so we'll see. Uh, next, we have Jungle Cruise. Uh, on July 30th, I think this movie's gonna be fucking terrible. I think it's gonna suck. And it really bothers me because they say specifically that they're in South America and there's a fucking hippo. And if you know anything about fucking biology, you know that there's no hippos in fucking South America. Anyway, moving on. Uh, On September 9th, we have the Resident Evil reboot, which... uh, Okay. (laughs) I don't I I didn't want to need it but let's see if they can do something with it because it's a good franchise and uh the other Resident Evil movies just went really really crazy but all right on October 22nd we have Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins this could be really good this could be really bad I don't know Snake Eyes doesn't talk as far as I as far as I remember so it could really really suck but we'll see we'll see what they how they handle it um on what is it Uh, october 15th we have the last duel now this movie looks pretty interesting i believe it's like medieval times and uh uh, basically a a king hires somebody to be like to go fight a duel for him but it's like matt damon's in it ben affleck's in it adam driver's in it so i i mean i i don't know what to expect from it but uh, the just the cast alone seems pretty good so I'm, i'm excited to see it and finally on November nineteenth, we have Mission Impossible Seven. Uh, like I said, uh, November nineteenth. This is what is the big stunt for this one? This is not where they go in space. Oh, this is the one where Tom Cruise kept breaking his leg <laughs> while trying to shoot it. But there you go. So those, there's like the big titles that are kind of come out this year that are not part of my rankings. So as you notice, it's mostly action movies or like kitty movies or like the the ninth sequel to fucking Fast and the Furious. So now we can move on to my rankings. These are what I believe will be the best movies to come out this year. Now, I need to clarify this. There's three movies that I kept out for one particular reason. Well, there's two that I kept out for a reason, and one that I kept out uh, because I think it's going to suck, but I want to mention it. So I think this is going to be probably the worst movie of the year, and that is Morbius. Um, the trailer looks terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. By the way, uh, Mom MomNaps, say thank you for all the love from Escondido. I appreciate it. Anyway, the trailer looked terrible. And this movie has been delayed several times already. Several times. And this is before COVID, I think. So I'm uh, not looking forward to it. I thought it looked stupid. Uh, this is still Sony trying to make stuff for Spider-Man characters. And they kind of like ixnade on that whole universe. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. But I just remember seeing the trailer and hating it. Now, this one supposedly is coming out on October 8th. Remember that. Morbius October eighth supposedly it was supposed to, it was supposed to come out last year, but got delayed, and uh, the next movie the next two movies I don't think they're gonna make the deadline. All right, so we have first off we have Venom Let There Be Carnage which is coming out on June twenty fifth. All right, let me say that again. Morbius that was supposedly it was supposed to come out last year is coming out on October eighth, but Venom that was barely announced last year is coming out on June 25th? How? How is it that the movie that was announced afterwards that it's coming out before? I, I have no idea what they're doing. I have no idea. Now, uh, they changed the director, and now the director's going to be Andy Serkis. Kinda, I really hated the first Venom. And I, I mean, I really hated the first Venom. It was terrible. It was. Um, Tom Hardy acted his butt out, but unfortunately, he overacted for for what the role demanded. And... Uh, n- Nothing with the symbiote Admin says I, I I didn't I did not enjoy it. The villain made no sense. And so I wasn't looking forward to another one. Uh, and even though if they changed they, they might have changed the director, but it's still the same fucking writer, so I'm not looking forward to it at all. So there you go. Now, oh I forgot to change this. So Venom Let me car- Carnage on June 25th. I don't I think it's gonna be pushed back. I really don't think they're gonna make that deadline. Finally, the other movie that I don't think will be coming out this year is Uncharted. There's another Tom Holland movie. Like, dude's been busy. Um, this uh, supposedly is going to come out on July 16th. I think that's way too ambitious. I, I, I've talked about this movie a lot. First off, I think it's going to suck because the director, the, he signed on like less than a month before the they were supposed to start shooting. Um, fortunately for them, COVID delayed stuff. So that was actually very, very lucky. Uh sup six emojis Four. i don't know what you're saying but okay what's up uh and so the movie got delayed and that might have helped him a little bit and like i said uh, planning a movie takes time so if you if you hire somebody uh if you hire a director you need at least if you're gonna shoot a month you need at least a month and a half to do pre-production so that means that the dude probably didn't have time to make any adjustments to the script he probably didn't have a time to to do anything in his own style um and uh and that's really not a way that I would like to work if I'm being a creative person, if I'm in a creative role. Um, and, uh, like, a, it, it, it had a lot of COVID issues. It, it was right in the middle of it. I just think it's too fast. It's too rushed. The script... I mean, if you played the game, it's a, it's a long story, man. It's a long, long story. And there's... It, it's... You have to be very selective with what you cut out and what you leave in. Because otherwise, things are not going to make sense. So... Uh, it's too ambitious. It's too ambitious. I don't like it. Uh I would I would have de- I think it's going to be delayed. I my gut my gut tells me that we won't be seeing uncharted anytime this year. So or maybe at the end, but I doubt it. Anyway, so that's those are the ones that I I I kept out of the top 10 and that's why I'm explaining it now. Now, let's move on to the ones that I think are the t- going to be the 10 best geek movies of the year. So, this one uh, my my first first pick, I'll be honest, I am I'm hoping against hope. <laughs> I made this pick purely with my heart, and it's because I want this franchise to be good so bad. And so number 10, I have Mortal Kombat. So this is like the new Mortal Kombat reboot. It's going to be coming out on theaters and on HBO Max on April 16th. I really want this franchise to be good. I love the Mortal Kombat franchise. If you played the game... It, it, Everybody knows Mortal Kombat because it's a brutal game, but the story is extremely good. It has such, such rich lore, such rich mythos. It's so interesting. The characters are great. So if they could finally get their shit together and make... Well, the first Mortal Kombat movie is actually pretty good. It was pretty decent. The second one, they just blew it. So if they can get their act together and make this an actual franchise, it could actually be pretty enjoyable. Unfortunately, and the reason why it's all the way down at number 10... Coming out on April sixteenth. I haven't seen a trailer. Like I barely even seen a poster. I think I think this is the logo, but still, we haven't really seen anything. And the big issue here, it's a first-time director. And by first-time director, I mean I think he's he's this is his first major major film. Like he's only ever uh, done like I don't know short stories and stuff, and I think only one. So kind of nervous, and he will, he has not a, he doesn't have producer credits, he doesn't have writer credits, so kind of nervous about that, but the dude probably got hired for a reason, so (sighs) who knows, who knows, uh, let's, let's just say, I, I, I'm hoping against hope, I'm hoping against hope, I, I, that the franchise becomes something, but we'll see, next, uh, number nine, I have a tie, because I think both of these two movies have pretty much the same issues, by the way, a lot of uh, a lot of the issues that I have with making the rankings this year is that well, there's not a lot of info on these movies. <laughs> there's not tr- there's not that many trailers uh, to- for me to go on. Usually, one of the rules that I have for my ranking is is that I if the movie has to have a trailer in order for me to consider it to put in my rankings because it gives me kind of like a taste and a feel for the movie. Most of these don't have, don't have anything. So I'm basically, I'm going off of writers and directors and all that stuff and the rep. Uh, also, thank you. I, I, Dario, they need to put you on the show already. I appreciate that. Thank you for saying that. I'm kind of on the show already a bit, but more is never, you know, there, there's, there's no such thing as too much Dario, I like to think. Anyway, says the guy with the podcast named Super Dario World. Anyway, <laughs> so... Uh, where was I. So, number 9, I have a tie. And this is because both of these movies have the same issue. And they're both MCU movies. So, first off, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh this is going to be kind of like a kung fu movie. And uh, and I have The Eternals. So, Shang-Chi is coming out on Sept- on I'm sorry, I'm July 9th and The Eternals is coming out on November 15th. Both of these directors are okay, but they've never done a film of this caliber. They've never done a MCU. They've never done a superhero. They've never done a movie with this budget. So the, the director for, for, for Shang-Chi has a little bit more experience, but the director for The Eternals, definitely, I have no idea where they hired her. Um, it's a, the, it, it, Imagine being thrown into the major leagues. Imagine you being, like, I don't know, a college quarterback and going into the NFL, you need a preseason man. <laughs> you need you need train you, you need to do baby steps. It's not easy. It's not easy going from doing a $100,000 movie, a 1 million a 10 million movie to doing a $120 million movie. It it takes time. It takes time to adjust to all the new toys that you have, to all the new tech, to all the new things that you have to consider. Even Martin Scorsese had issues the first time he used green, green screen. It takes time. It's Difficult. Not everybody is a prodigy. and everybody knocks it out of the park on the first time. Not everybody's Tom Brady. Alright? They that just wins the Super Bowl the first time he's there. It doesn't always or usually happen. So uh I'm I'm concerned about that. Second, uh for, for both of them. Second, I'm concerned about the right by the way, what, what why do I still have that logo? Alright, so this is shang and the legend of the Ten Rings. Sorry. Oops. Forgot to change it, and this is The Eternals. So The Eternals, you can't really see much, so I'm just going to stick to Shang-Chi so that it's a little bit... Anyway, the issue that I have with the writers is that, first off, the writer for Shang-Chi, he wrote the movie Doom, (laughs) and he wrote Wonder Woman 1984, most recently. So let's just say, I don't trust the guy, all right? I kind of do not trust the guy. Next, for the, the writer for The Eternals they've only ever written, like, short films, they've only ever done short films before, so again, same thing, now you're going to be writing a massive, huge, gigantic CGI film, that's going to be mostly CGI, you need experience with that type of shit, otherwise it comes out crappy, like, it's the, it's a very similar issue that what happened. you can see, I mean, if you know, you, if you know what to look for, you can tell, like, for example, in *Burst of Prey, Did not consider certain things that should be considered. She was just very excited with all the new toys that she had to play with. And that's why the movie sucks. So it might look very pretty. It might look very elegant. It might look very nice, but it will suck. And that's usually been my experience. So um, I'm concerned. Now, the advantage that they have, and the reason why they're not at the bottom, is that this is the MCU. This is Marvel. This is Disney. And uh, I don't think they will allow a failure. So they may hold their hands a lot, uh, just to say it nicely. But I, I think that it'll be at least watchful. It actually might, could be good. And that's because I, I don't think that Marvel will allow them to make bad movies for the MCU. Even though they have made bad movies. <clears throat> Kevin Marvel. Anyway, let's move on. So that's number nine. Like I said, I have a tie. Number eight, I have Godzilla vs. Kong. Now, I've had a major issue with the Godzilla movies that come out, the, the recent ones. And that's because there's not enough Godzilla. That's the issue with them. Too much, too much humans, not enough Godzilla. Not enough kaiju fights. Not enough giant kaijus kicking each other's asses. Like, and and it's, it's terrible because they actually mentioned it in the first movie. Like, uh, what's the name? What's his name's character? I don't know. The oh, I forget his name. But uh, the character Just let them fight. Let them fight. That's what the audience wants. Just let them fight. Take all the humans out of it. Just be Godzilla trying to kick Kong's ass for two hours. Hell, for one hour. I'd be happy. So, you know what? I'll be happy with that ratio. One hour Godzilla and King Kong fighting. Hey, You know what? I'll do you one better. Half an hour of build up, half an hour of fight, and half an hour of, I don't know, whatever you want humans to do. Nobody cares about the humans. So... If it's all just a big CGI fight, I'll be happy. It could be the best movie of the year if it's all just a giant kaiju fight. We'll see how they handle it. Anyway, this was this one comes out on May 21st. We'll see how they handle it. Moving on to number seven, uh, we have Free Guy. Now, this is the Ryan Reynolds film. Uh, basically, he's an NPC that's a non-player character in a video game, and he decides, I don't want to be an NPC anymore. <laughs> I I want my life to matter. He's tired of getting killed, and he actually wants to do something different. The movie looks beyond stupid, and I mean beyond stupid, and that's why I love it. it lo- I I think it looks hysterical. I think it could be great. Uh, the premise is beyond ridiculous, and I think that's great. It's going to be if if it. It could be like a great gamer movie, and it might be just for gamers, but I'm a gamer, so I don't give a fuck, so I could, I'm very much, very much looking forward to this. The director has done a few bigger movies before, and he, and he has directed a bunch of episodes for Stranger Things, so I think he kind of gets it, but we'll see. Uh, This one comes out on May 21st. I'm very, very excited about it. Next, number six, we have The Matrix 4. Now, I'm skeptical about this. The only reason why it's so high, it's because all right, Keanu's coming back, Trinity's coming back. It it looks like at least one of the Wachowskis is coming back, and so may the the all right. It has potential. the The franchise has a lot of potential, and it will. I think it will be successful just you know for name recognition alone. And uh, it, they left a lot of meat on the bone there, so. I'm, uh, this is one of the, again one of the ones that I'm just I'm hoping against hope because the, the the third one was really bad. The, well, at least the ending was bad. So hopefully they kind of get their shit together and hopefully they go in a direction that's interesting because the first Matrix was fantastic. But we'll see. So I'm I'm just I'm being optimistic. I'm keeping it number six. We'll see how it goes. It may be a little bit too late for this sequel, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this one comes out on December twenty second. Moving on to number five, we have Black Widow. So this is another MCU movie. It was supposed to come out last year. I think this movie is going to close out the the Infinity Saga because it's a prequel. I think this one, it comes out between Infinity Wars. Well, the timeline, I believe it's between Infinity Wars and Civil War. Well, between Civil War and Infinity Wars. I'm not exactly 100% sure. I guess we'll see when the movie comes out, Um I have his number 5 because I'm not sure about the director. Same issue as the other ones, no experience making this type of movie, no experience making an action movie. It's listen, it's hard to make an action movie. Just just like any other thing, specializing in one particular style is difficult. Like it's like um I don't know, a rap a rap artist is going to have issues making classical is going to have issues making classical music. A rock star is going to have issues making hip hop. Now, they could probably do it and it probably it may even come out better, but it's hard. It's not what they're what they've specialized in. It's not what they have experience on. So far, what I saw from the directors, uh, IMDb, not a lot of experience. But again, it's got she's got the advantage that most of this. Uh, first off, the cast phenomenal. I love Rachel Weiss and I love uh, what's her name, Rich Pogue, Pogue, Michelle Pogue. I think I don't know something like that Pew I don't know whatever whatever her last name is I, li- I like her, uh I'm whatever about Scarjo and I love that Hopper is, is coming in here too but uh <laughs> but she's they've got the advantage that uh, Disney and the MCU specifically has the best stunt team in the business and Marvel will and the MC Disney will be holding their hand and will probably making sure that okay we're, we're following these all these things to so. To keep them aligned, I guess. So that's the advantage that they have. So that's why it's all the way up to number five. If this is basically a spy movie with Black Widow in it and like a few other kooky characters, that could be great. But we'll see. I the reason why I'm not as worried about this one as the other ones is because um, we've already seen the Winter Soldier, and we kind of know what a great spy, what a what great spy superhero movie is. And if they just follow that formula, I think. That it'll be fine I think it'll be successful so again we'll see we'll see what happens next number four and this is one of those moments where you're like I'm ready to get hurt again I'm I'm ready to get hurt again so because number four I have the suicide squad now this is I this franchise has hurt me before because I remember watching the comic-con trailer of the original of, of the first suicide squad and I watched the first trailer and I was like, this is going to be the best movie of the year. And I, I put it in my rankings of that year, number one, Suicide Squad. And it broke my heart into a million pieces because it's one of the worst pieces of crap I've ever seen in my life. So uh, you'd think I'd be like, fuck them, I won't trust them ever again. But like I said, I'm ready to be hurt again. Uh, <laughs> things are different this time. Uh, not just because it's, it's a bigger cast, but the big thing is the director. They they hired James Gunn. Now, for those of you who don't know who James Gunn is, James Gunn is the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guard, he that guy took a bunch of nobodies, uh, and I, I don't mean just like the actors who, at that point, were like eh, B level actors. Like Chris Pratt was a B level actor. So, well, Soy Saldana was in the highest grossing film of the year, but uh, but Batista was like a nobody, a tree. And well, Ben Diesel, but it was only voice. Oh, well, Bradley Cooper. It was also just voice. Anyway, the point is, took a bunch of nobodies, and by nobodies I actually meant more the characters, and made them into pivotal characters of the MCU. It turned a no- franchise that nobody even heard about into a billion dollar franchise. So that guy got fired by Disney for bullshit reasons, and everybody and their mother was pissed off about it, and so. DC did a smart move and hired that guy to make a rated R Suicide Squad movie. So this is kind of his revenge baby. And he gets to do all the things that he couldn't do in the MCU. Now, eventually, Disney hired him back. And now he's doing Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy, which right, good for him. Honestly, all the success of the world. But this is still his revenge baby. And this is still, uh, he can still do a rated R superhero film, which is kind of what everybody wants to do. The MCU doesn't allow it until now because, you know, well, I'll get into that announcement in another episode, but point is, he said, it's rated R, no hero is safe. Now, I'm pretty sure that he's not going to kill Harley Quinn, but I really hope he kills Harley Quinn, not because I don't like Makarabi, I think she's one of the best parts in, in the DC cinematic universe, but it would be like sending out a message, nobody's fucking safe in the Suicide Squad, so I'm looking forward to it. James Gunn has got a really fucked up sense of humor. So give them Radar superhero hero film, and I think it's going to be loads of fucked up fun. So, hope you're looking forward to that. This one comes out on HBO Max and on cinema on August 6th. August 6th. By the way, I'm not sure if I said Black Widow, but Black Widow is May 7th. So there you go. Now, moving on to the top three. So, top three, I have... Well, well number three, I coming out on June, June 11th, I have... Ghostbusters Afterlife now I know what you're thinking Dario the last Ghostbusters sucked yeah we're pretending like that one didn't exist because uh honestly it didn't exist (laughs) nobody cares nobody watched it uh and the and those who and those who did one pretend like they didn't so this one is actually what they're calling the true sequel to the to the original movies it's the son of the original director and the, the Jason Rayman, who's actually a legit director. The dude directed Juno. He directed Up in the Air. So, he's a legit director. He's uh He's got his own unique style that's fun and has a lot of heart. Adding Paul Rudd to it seemed excellent to me. The, the kids are, are really good. They got the kid from Stranger Things. The girl, um, I believe she was from Fuller House. She's actually pretty good, too. And the original cast, supposedly, is going to be coming back. They're actually doing an homage to, to the character that died. So... Honestly, it's I'm very much hopeful. To, I I saw the trailer, gave me goosebumps. So that that actually tells you a lot. Now it could could have just been the music, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm hopeful. I'm what is it? Hoping against hope, but I don't care. I I think this could be really really good. That's why I have it all the way at number three. Number two, the most anticipated movies of 2021, coming out on November 5th. I have Spider-Man 3. This is the newest Spider-Man. And let me tell you something. This one seems really rushed. And I mean really rushed. Uh, The only reason why I think it will actually come out is I think that Marvel will be desperate for this movie to come out. They're going to do their best to push it to make sure it comes out. And it comes out on time. Because here they're doing a whole bunch of stuff. It's been it looks like it's gonna be some kind of Spider-Verse movie, but it's supposedly it's been confirmed that Doc Ock's coming back, and I mean Alfred Molina, that there's going to the other two previous Spider-Man's gonna come back. It's Tom uh what is it uh Toby Maguire and uh Garfield are gonna be coming back here. Uh Jamie Foxx is gonna be coming back as Electrode. Uh what is Doctor Strange is gonna make an appearance? So Daredevil from the Netflix TV series is gonna be making an appearance. So everybody and their mother is gonna be showing up in this movie. I think this is, might be something that kind of collides the universes, and they try to fix all that shenanigans that they have in the Spider Verse. I don't know what the hell is going to happen, but I think that this is going to be the first step in uh, in the next stage of the MCU. Also, this is and the reason why I believe that not just because Doctor Strange is going to be showing up and the next Doctor Strange movie is titled "The Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness," but the director of this movie, the director of Spider-Man 3, will also be directing the Fantastic Four. So, I am expecting that there's going to be some kind of Fantastic Four tie-in here. So, like I said, this movie will probably, is most likely going to be pivotal for the rest of the MCU, for the next stage, for the next saga. I I would bet money, hard, hard money, that this movie will come out on time. Because they have to... I I don't see how the MCU moves forward without Spider Man, without this movie being good, and without setting, without this movie setting up all the other stuff that it needs to set up. Because, like I said, if Doctor Strange is making an appearance here, and he has a movie coming out next year, he has to come out. Out has to come out in this one. Everybody and their mother is making a cameo here. The director is directing the Fantastic Four, so the Fantastic Four have to at least be mentioned in this one. This movie will be critical, and so that's why I have it as number two, because I think that Disney's going to put all their weight behind it, and that's usually a good thing for movies, so it usually helps when they just throw money at you, it's like here, money, money, make a movie, oh oh my god, no, no, too much money, whatever, (laughs) usually helps out, it kind of motivates you, anyway, moving on, finally, the last movie, the the most anticipated movie of the year, the the movie that I think is going to be the best movie of the year coming out, on HBO Max, and on theaters on October 1st, we have Dune. Now, Dune was my number one movie pick for last year and it's my number one movie pick this year because I'm a fucking consistent human being. And, because honestly, like, uh, it, it it's, a, it's a risk in a way because it's a very difficult franchise to adapt into a film, but it has a very high high. So, the director, Denis, De, Denis? Denis Villeneuve, uh, he directed the the newest Blade Runner, which I actually, I enjoyed more than the original Blade Runner. I know. Don't throw anything at me. I'm not saying it's better, except I think it's better and I enjoy it more. Uh, he directed uh, Arrival. So he's directed, and what other sci-fi film did he do? I'm, I'm, I'm blanking out right now. But the dude's directed really, really great sci-fi films. And uh, he, but I believe pretty much... The previous movies that he directed won Best Cinematography for the the Oscar for Best Cinematography because they're very beautiful-looking films. So what, I, what I've seen from this one, visually, it looks very impressive. And the cast is extraordinary. So I trust the director. I like the cinematographer because it's the same guy. And the cast is insane. We got Timothy Chamillay, Sindhaya, Javier Barton, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Batista, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård. Like the, the cast is insane. The story is already phenomenal. It's considered by many to be the greatest sci-fi story of all time. Debated with them, I I was reading the book, and as I was reading the book, I did not understand a lot of it, and so I checked the back of the book, and there's well, because they say a lot of really weird words, and then at the back of the book, there's there's the what what each of those words means. So it's like oh well, this will make it easier. And as I started doing that, they announced if they're going to make the movie, and I was like, all right, I'm stopping right now because I have the issue that if I read a book and then I see the movie, I hate the movie. However, if I see the movie, because, because they took out a bunch of stuff. However, if I see the movie and then I read the book, I love it because the movie, the the book adds to the movie. So I don't hate it then. It, I don't know if it's weird. If it's weird, I don't know. The point is, I think this movie is going to be great. I said it last year and I meant it. I'm saying it this year. And I meant it. Unfortunately, Sky's a pussy. And she backed out from our bet because we made a bet last year that, that Dune was going to be better than One Woman 1984. And now, since this one got delayed, uh, now I, I can't make those $20 back. But whatever, I'm sticking to my guns. I think it's going to be the best movie of the year. And it's the one, at least, I'm, that I'm most excited for after that Spider Man. So there you go. There you go. Those are my most anticipated movies of 2020 hopefully you agree hopefully you're excited for these uh should i tell you the Nah, you know what? doesn't matter I'll, you can you can just re-listen to this and and you'll see the dates there but that's it for today as always any comments questions or suggestions you can find me at dire the show on instagram and at super dire world uh streaming on youtube and on twitch at super dire world if you want to check out this video it will load itself on youtube later so i don't know let's say i don't know a few hours if not tomorrow tomorrow, speaking of tomorrow, I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing a podcast, or at least I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing one live on Twitch, uh, basically because of my mom's birthday, so I might just pre-record something now real quick, because there's something I want to rant about, uh, shocker, but we'll see, I don't know, I'll, I'll play it by ear, if, if I do a stream, it might be early, or I'll just pre-record something, I don't know, we'll see what happens, uh, as always, thank you for listening, and thank you for joining me now that I got the chat to work, but, uh, as always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next time.